personality of the motivator. We must now address the topic of charisma. What is it about the personality and character of certain persons that enables them to inspire others? It obviously does not require superior looks, an expensive education, or a privileged birth. For as long as we look back upon the leaders who have brought out our full potential, we know that few of them had those advantages. To be a successful leader of people requires only two things. Number one, an astute knowledge of what makes people tick. And number two, a spirit that spreads excitement and energy to other people. The latter quality can be acquired just as much as the former, but unfortunately, it can also be lost very readily. In other words, this is an ingredient of the inner person which requires regular maintenance. So the final rule for bringing out the best in people is this. Take steps to keep your own motivation high. Certain persons lead the pack early, then fail to fulfill their promise. On the other hand, certain persons who were loners in their earlier years can become very strong and very successful leaders. This is doubtless due in part to the spirit they had cultivated in those silent years. In fact, one can make a case for the proposition that all great leaders are loners. Contrary to what some think, the outstanding motivators are not necessarily the gregarious, backslapping types at all. Rather, they often spend a great deal of time alone, thinking and planning. In order to lead, it is simply imperative to have independence, psychologist Nathaniel Brandon has said. Innovators and creators are persons who can, to a higher degree, than average accept the condition of aloneness. They are more willing to follow their own vision even when it takes them far from the mainland of the human community. Unexplored spaces do not frighten them or as much as they frighten those around them. This is one of the secrets of their power. That which we call genius has a great deal to do with courage and daring, a great deal to do with nerve. So it is a mistake to attempt to be one of the boys in order to lead. If we examine the personalities of people like For Florence Nightingale, Churchill, Napoleon, de Gaulle, Martin Luther, and Mother Teresa, we cannot escape the conclusion that these people have been quite eccentric. And to some extent, this very eccentricity helps get them recognized as leaders. The cultivation of charisma seems to require a certain amount of solitude. Tom J. Fatjo Jr. parlayed an investment of $500 into a fortune while still in his 30s and then went on to found the Houstonian, a certain tender for personal renewal. He finds it necessary to spend a day each week running and being totally alone usually at his beach house, so that he can assure himself he has simplified his life and moved forward toward his goals. It was Carl Sandburg's speculation about Lincoln that his greatness came in part from the years spent in the woods with that solitary companion, the axe. Jesus' life was checkered with solitude. The New Testament says, with succinct 
eloquence that before a busy day of healing and teaching. In the morning, a great while before day, he rose and went out to a lonely place, and there he prayed. Later that same morning, when Peter found Jesus praying, he greeted him with an interesting remark. Master, everyone is searching for you. It is an old paradox. Independent people who regularly separate themselves from the crowds will often be the ones whom the crowd most wants to follow.